The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what Jesus had done began to believe in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told, told them what Jesus had done. So the chief priests and the Pharisees convened the Sanhedrin and said, what are we going to do? This man is performing many signs. If we leave him alone, all will believe in him and the Romans will come and take away both our land and our nation. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year, said to them, you know nothing, nor do you consider that it is better for you that one man should die instead of the people so that the whole nation may not perish. He did not say this on his own, but since he was high priest for that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation, and not only for the nation, but also to gather into one the dispersed children of God. So from that day on, they planned to kill him. So Jesus no longer walked about in public among the Jews, but he left for the region near the desert to a town called Ephraim, and there he remained with his disciples. Now the Passover of the Jews was near, and many went from the country to Jerusalem before Passover to purify themselves. They looked for Jesus and said to one another as they were in the temple area, what do you think, that he will come to the feast? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One man must die for the sake of the nation. These are the words of Caiaphas, who is the antagonist of the story, the opponent of Jesus. One man must die so that the nation might live. This opponent of Jesus becomes the very prophet of God, the one who states more clearly than anyone else in the gospel the prophecy that Jesus Christ would die so that the people might live. John's gospel is filled with this wonderful irony. We know that Jesus brought uh, Lazarus back to life, and in doing so, he lost his own life. And it looks as though God's will has been thwarted. But we know, of course, that in Jesus dying, the people live. John's gospel is filled with this wonderful irony that shows that, that God turns over everything, that everything that looks lost becomes found again. And Caiaphas is a perfect example of this. Caiaphas is the very enemy of Jesus, and he becomes an instrument of God's salvation through his prophecy that one man will die for the sake of the nation. Again and again and again this happens. Judas Iscariot becomes an instrument of God's salvation. Pontius Pilate becomes an instrument of God's salvation. All of these wonderful ironies tell you and me that, that nothing can stop God's plan for salvation. 
that nothing will keep God from, from saving the world. And this is good news for us too, because all of the, the bad things that are going on in our own world on a global scale, uh, this terrible war, a person like, like Putin, he cannot stop God saving the world. And even the, the bad things in our own small world, the, the people who have betrayed us or the, the things that the events that occur in our life, like losing our job or getting a terrible illness, none of these things will stop God from saving the world. Not even me, not even me on my worst day when I am not the person I want to be and I oppose God, I do something that God does not want me to do. Not even me can stop God from saving the world. And so this week that we enter, this Holy Week, is a week of great celebration, knowing that nothing will stop God from saving me and saving the world.